Michelle Woodhouse, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for getting up early and being here. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Uh, we talked to you a couple days ago. I guess it was Monday. Uh, to preview the New Hampshire primary. Last night was the primary. Any surprises? No surprises at all. I mean, I think we're back-to-back now between the Iowa caucus and the New Hampshire primary, where the race is called within 15 minutes of the polls closing. Donald Trump wins by 11% plus. I mean, I think when we talked on Monday and we talked about it on my show yesterday, I expected a double-digit victory, and that's exactly what we saw. Um, you know, And now the question is, how long does Nikki Haley stay in? And that's going to be 100% dependent on who decides to give her money. Yeah, she said last night she was going to stay in the race. Mm -hmm. Two weeks until the South Carolina primary. That's her home state. What do the next two weeks look like for her? Well, again, I think it's going to come back to what kind of money can she raise? Who's Mm -hmm. going to give her money? Do the mega donors stay in? Do the moderate Mitt Romney, Jeb Bush segments of the Republican Party, do they give her money? Or do they see the writing on the wall that Donald Trump's going to be the Republican nominee. The polls show Nikki Haley losing by 30% in her own home state. I just don't know how she makes that up. There there really is no path to victory for her that people can see right now. Had she won New Hampshire, I think there'd be a different conversation this morning. Or had she been within single digits, mm-hmm. maybe three, four, five percentage, I think there could be a path for Nikki Haley. But at this point... There's just no path to victory for her. And now we're going to, I think what'll be fascinating to watch for me, two things. One, watch the money. Two, watch how other people that are on the primary ballots across states, especially here in North Carolina, how do they pivot with their strategy uh, in what they do if Donald Trump is before Super Tuesday the nominee? Do people show up and vote? What happens on March 5th in, in key important swing states like North Carolina? Yeah. To, to that point, we've got primaries, as you mentioned, in March, that down the ballot. I mean, we've got a governor's race that's going to have primaries. We, we've got state Senate races. We've got congressional races. What does that do for North Carolina politics? It, it's. I think it's going to play a key role. When you look at somebody like Mark Robinson, mm-hmm. let's talk about the gubernatorial primary on the Republican side. You have Dale Falwell, Mark Robinson, and Bill Graham. And what I think is interesting is Mark Robinson, while he doesn't officially have the Trump endorsement, pretty much has the mm-hmm. Trump endorsement. I think most people look at that race and see he's kind of the Trump candidate. If Donald Trump is already the Republican presidential nominee on March 5th, where Super Tuesday votes don't really make that m- much of a difference, what kind of turnout are we going to see here in North Carolina? Will the turnout be really low? And who doesn't turn out? Is it the hardcore Trumpers that just say, he already won, why do I need to go vote? Who does that hurt down ballot? Mark Robinson's race would be the first one that I would look at and say, does how much does that hurt? I think we'll watch to see, do Republicans in competitive districts that have Trump endorsements, like the 6th Congressional District, where you've got Club for Growth supporting one candidate, and you have Donald Trump supporting another candidate, then you've got Mark Walker in that race. Do you see some strategic changes? And I think we will. Joe Biden made a very significant strategic change that tells me that the Democrats know it's going to be Donald Trump. John Kerry is no longer the the climate czar. Now he's running the campaign. And Biden's comments yesterday were 100 percent about Donald Trump and abortion. Mm -hmm. That tells us the Democrats know the race is over. I think the only person who doesn't know yet is Nikki Haley. John? Now, paraphrasing this, but Haley said in her speech last night that Trump needed to debate her. Will that be her message going forward? Probably. I think it'll continue to be um, Donald Trump is afraid of me. He doesn't want to debate me. He, But Donald Trump, Donald Trump hasn't debated any of them. I mean, when you're winning by 15 percent, 12 percent, 30 percent, do you really need to be on the debate stage? 
And because Donald Trump is doing something that I think is, is really interesting, something none of us have ever seen happen, he's running as an incumbent when he isn't the incumbent. Mm-hmm. And that's his strategy. An incumbent doesn't debate. If you're up by 30 points in someone's home state, why would you debate them? He doesn't need to debate Nikki Haley. He's debating her, I think, in on the public stage, and he's defeating her without having to debate her on a private stage. But it wasn't it easier for Trump not to debate when there were 12 or 14 candidates in the race versus now when it's a one-on-one primary? Well, I think it is, but I think when you look at Donald Trump, and, and again, he's a bit of an enigma politically. We've never seen anything like this happen before. Um, his stance will be, here are my policies. Here's what I did for four years. When I was the president for four years, the border was closed. When I was the president for four years, we weren't in in wars. When I was the president for four years, your groceries cost less. When I was the president for four years, your gas cost less. So he can run on a record as a president that Nikki Haley can't. And I don't think Donald Trump probably has to defend it. How much do you think, we'll let you go with this thought, how much do you think that Haley is trying to stay in the race in case Trump is convicted of some of these crimes that he's up uh, uh, being tried for? What if he goes to jail? Then is Haley the presumptive nominee for the GOP? Donald Trump's not going to go to jail. I think we can pretty much say after 91 indictments, it, and between now and March, does that happen? I mean, I'm not an attorney, but I think we can all safely say that's probably not going to happen. One of the things that I think will be fascinating to watch with her, we had Pat McCrory on the show yesterday. I know you'll have him on soon to talk about this as well. Does Nikki Haley become part of the no labels movement? Is that where Nikki Haley lands? I think that that's a possibility because the Republican nomination is probably not going to happen for Nikki Haley. When you can't win in a state like New Hampshire with the governor's endorsement, the governor taking you around um, in a state that is highly independent, college-educated, white suburban, the place that everyone keeps saying Donald Trump struggles in. He won every single category in New Hampshire yesterday. Interesting to see. Michelle, thanks for the time, and we look forward to the show this afternoon. Thank you.